people so you know forever people have been complaining about criterion just not putting out 4k they've been doing blu-ray they've been doing dvd and then for a little bit they put out a combo, a combo of dvd blu-ray and everyone got love. upset and everyone got pissed yeah i liked that like i like that I a want, lot i do want both versions i would love to have bo- and both fuck versions. you audience for for damning us to hell well see and not and them fucking and now criterion and being is, the cuck well and now criterion is doing justifiably a fuck you to them mm-hmm. by putting well the All only three? way you're gonna get that 4k is if you, you pay for get the 4k there. the blu-ray and the dvd at a, a hundred dollar price yeah which you know what again is it a hundred dollars like no, the regular I price I, I really don't know no because no. the sale it, price is like sixty dollars i'm exaggerating <laughs> i'm exaggerating mm-hmm. but yeah but that's what i mean like these people they're complaining about oh give me 4k give me 4k and they're and criterion you know look they're they're not like making a bunch of money off of this shit and i'm not here to chill for them or anything but you know what i mean they're doing what they gotta do just watch their films yeah eventually it'll get to 4k stop complaining and now it's here and you're gonna complain because it's too much it's too much money that's what people are gonna do yeah yeah and i'm fine with blu-ray honestly and so am i i used to think that people would have to be mildly mentally ill or pretty severely mentally ill to be drawn into a cult and i totally disagree with that now welcome to the criterion cult film podcast I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Garcia, and with me as always, I have... Mondo 4K Arvizu over here. Oh, damn, the 4K. Yeah. The 4K man. I mean, I'm a Blu-ray man myself. I'm yeah, a Blue Jordan. Too. You're a 4K Mondo. Nah, I don't I don't really care about 4K that much, honestly. Yeah, I don't got the TV for it. Yeah. I can't afford anything. I, have a, I think I have a 4K TV, but... It's, I don't got the stomach for it, yeah. honestly. I mean, Blu-rays. Blu-rays as far as I want to go. Hell yeah. And we're right here in the Criterion Cult Film Podcast, and what we like to do here is we like to talk about... Yeah, what the hell do we like to do here? Well, if, if this is your first time listening, we like to talk about a film from the Criterion Cult... Oh, sorry, Criterion Collection, and then we like to bring... Me or Mondo like to bring a film that we believe belongs into the collection, and also the cult, which is our cult, and then we talk about it, argue about it, yell about it, maybe agree about it. We don't know, yeah. but today... It's my episode. And look, I'm going full like, you know, this is black and white. You got to read subtitles. Ooh. It's like, you know, you get you, it's foreign. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. make you I'm going to make you little kids grow up. It's going to make you work for. Yeah. And today we're talking about The 400 Blows from I mean, a classic. I mean, right? a Criterion Collection classic, mm-hmm. one of the Janus Films classic, which was kind of the original where kind of Criterion started. Janus Films is like with the original like um, distributor of all those things that they were okay. able to get. Like eight and a half, this, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah, 400 the, blows. Yeah, yeah those okay. sort of main classics. Bicycle of, Thief. That you know, things. exactly, yeah. yes. And so yeah. that's 1959. And then later what I'm bringing is I'm bringing a little fugitive. And no, 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 no. no not a little fugitive. Huh? I'm bringing a little fugitive, not the big Harrison Ford grumpy fugitive. <laughs> I'm bringing a little boy not fugitive. Not the gray shirt fugitive. <laughs> yes, this is from 1953. So, right now, we're doing 400 Blows, and that's directed by the great Francois Truffaut. 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 Francois Truffaut. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not trying to be funny, but that's the way, you know. And it stars Juan Pierre 
Louis-Edouard. Jean-Pierre. Jean, oh damn! There you go. See, yeah, you're right. He's not Mexican. Yeah, no, I went. He's not Jean Pierre. I went a different way with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jean Pierre Leodard. Leod, Leod, Leod. Yeah. Antoine Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Yeah. Well, anyway, Albert Reme as Julian Daniel as a dad, and Claire Mariel, Marier, I believe, Marie. As the mom, Gilberte Daniel. And then we got Guy Del Gamble as yeah. Sarapus, who is the uh, professor, his teacher. The teacher, yeah. And then you have Patrick Afua as Rene Bigbe, who is his friend. Okay. That's his yeah. friend. And then so, you know, what, you know, again, this is IMDb saying that this is about a young boy left without attention, dwells into a life of petty crime. And so. If you guys don't know about Truffaut, he, you know, he's he's a Criterion regular. He's a man. He's a man in Criterion. He's he's part of the French New Wave, which uh, Godard is part of that as well. We've talked about Godard, but Godard is more um, kind of like anar like he's like really like fucking with the the medium of film, mm-hmm. whereas Truffaut really sort of. I was going to say respects it more, but that's not, I, I wouldn't say that. He just, he's more like, I'm not really trying to mess with it. I just really want to, uh, you know, kind of, uh, not copy it, but. Just trying to get his footing and just like, trying see, to, like, really, he like, really respects it enough to where he's going to, like, you know, he, you know, he has that, that mm-hmm. book about where he interviews uh, Alfred Hitchcock. You yeah. know, he was really into those, really into telling oh, a real story. He's the critic that came, like, he was a yes. critic before. Well, him and Godard, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah They're yeah, both, okay, yeah. yeah. Most it's... of, like, the French New Wave people were, like, critics and they, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, and they pretty much became, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, like, he understood film and saw it and kind of, like, you know, just try to get his voice across, you know, like, yeah, you know, like the kind of like, okay, I can make a like, a, not necessarily a running gun film, you know, but well, like, yeah, but so, have like more a free flowing style. Right. So and not like, just think about be it. So, so, st- so stiff. I well, guess. well, Godard is like, well, I'm going to make breathless. And so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like a girl, a gun and a guy. Yeah. Running around crime. Stuff like that, you know. He's got Bound of Outsiders. He's got all that stuff. That's mm-hmm. like that. I, I feel like Truffaut is more so like, well, I'm gonna. I want to tell stories about like my childhood and like yeah. you know, like uh, growing up and different things like mm-hmm. that, like experiences that I really know. Not just trying to like copy American films, yeah, in a way that it's like, well, I'm just gonna make gangster films and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I I want to copy them, not copy. He's gonna but make it more personal. Be, be influenced yeah. by that personalness yeah. of them, you know, because mm-hmm. you know he was like the guy who was like, oh, John Ford is like personal, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like, what? Okay. And John Ford was even like, no, I'm not, you know, like <laughs> not that personal, but I'm personal. Yeah. yeah, like I, you know, he's like, oh, you put this camera here. Like, you do that because of this. And John Ford and Alfred Hitchcock are like, well, I did it because that's the technical way you should do it. Yeah. And he was more so like, no, like, there's a meaning behind it. There's a feeling, yeah. Yes, there's more a feeling. More just like a... The, yeah, then just like being like kind of emotionless in the thing. like And being like uh, sort of... Uh, you know, like uh, mechanical almost. Technical, you know? like in a technical, way, yes. mechanical, Which a lot of people like, accuse you know. Kubrick of, which he's not. A lot of people. I don't think so. Like, okay, cool. so I mean, we we shouldn't get into that I mean, too much because but it's not a oh, Kubrick episode. Let, but let me bring up something about okay, the synagogue, an uh, Instagram. They sell shirts. They do the kind of things. Yeah, yeah. they posted um, a thing from A Clockwork Orange, but also that painting from Vincent Van Gogh, The Prisoners. Right, and it's very like 
I I had never seen that painting, honestly. You know, like, and even trying to look it up, it kind of gives you like, on Google and stuff, it gives you like, it doesn't give you like, it gives you different colors, you know, like different textures or like, you know, stuff like that. But I mean, you can kind of grasp the feeling of it and just like, you know, like, it almost feels like, um, like a comic book artist, like, um, what's that guy's name? Um, God damn it. He works with, uh, Jodorowsky. It's, uh, Mobius, you know, okay. kind of that feeling like that weird, like, you know, like, uh, just sort of raw and kind of like, you know, like, I don't, it feels like a dinosaur almost like the people, like, you know, just like the texture of their clothes and stuff like, you know, but yeah, it was just like a cool like thing, like where it's something else that's influencing you influencing you you know like something you saw or like whatever you know but and that's what like 400 blows feels like you know like it's like a painting like and it's just like it's trying to capture that feeling of like you know when you're younger and like it doesn't i mean yeah being a kid is fun but it also a lot of times it doesn't feel good you know it well, like yeah, it just doesn't not, like you know and like, also because you you know you're so young so you you know you take things a certain way and that's yeah. like one of the things like yeah like to talk about with that we're like yeah you don't realize you know the things that you might say in front of a young person really affects them more than just like well you know i don't know they might you know I'm, i was just mad that time but they might not realize yeah. that they don't understand that yeah. you know like in the way that you know his parents talk to him in the 400 blows like I feel like they don't realize, you know, like again, like you said, like being a kid, yeah, it's fun, it's it's exciting, you run around and do stuff, but sometimes you just hear things from grownups where you're yeah, just like, yeah, and Damn. you really like take it like yeah, you take like, it to you heart, re- really take it personally, yeah, you know, and you, feel, you don't understand what yeah. what it what it is, you don't understand yeah. what they really mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you're so used to you know because kids like, like talking this crap is the to first you time and, you know? you're like hearing this kind yeah. of you know, stuff like that, you know, like yeah, like you're feeling these feelings that like you know you don't like. Uh, you know you don't know how to deal with or don't know how to take and just like like and that's why you take it to heart because it's the first time you're kind of hearing like oh yeah i mean yeah the mother kind of doesn't like him but like it just always feels like the the mother character doesn't like like the child you know like and he's just messing up and like doing stuff and like and the father is a little more like forgiving sort of in the beginning but after like you know the kid is just like Kind of just keeps on like making mischief and kind but of also, like being rebellious. I do rebellious. feel like this is very much like they're trying to like I don't know maybe that's maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I'm getting the sense that he's like saying like yeah like the parents are wrong right like to like throw him in all these places like you know the, like he mentions that he got sent to his grandma and then he just like gets thrown around everywhere like the parents yeah. just don't want to deal with him. Yeah, you don't find that that out till later. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, you. I mean, it's definitely seeing the parents and how they're dealing with their child. Yeah, I, I feel like they're they wrong. don't want them. Yeah, like, you know, they're just tired of it. Like it makes and, sense why he's sort of acting out yeah, in the way that he yeah. is. Yeah, and, and the, I, I feel like even though like uh, Trofat's not really trying to make the parents out to be the bad people, he's just literally just kind of showing you just sort of both sides. The situation. The yeah, the know, situation. Like, you know, like yeah, it's just like you know, like um, the parents like they didn't want to have a kid, and and you find that out kind of later, you know that yeah, obvious. All, that's all obvious, that stuff comes you know. Later. Yeah, it's kind of obvious, and it's and but you feel that during the whole beginning and just how they're treating the their kid, you know, like he's just. I mean, they don't want to deal with him, you know. They they're tired. They want to 
come home and just yeah he's do like whatever, a pest you know? no matter what he does yeah. like no matter what he does yeah. he's just like a pest to them and you know yeah. that that sucks that that sucks when you're like a kid especially yeah. you know both of these films deal with like lower class people yeah like they're not like people who have money they don't have like a great place to live they don't have space they don't have things to eat all the time you know what mm-hmm. i mean they're just literally just living in poverty and he's literally having to deal with that first of all right yeah. Like, you know, he literally just wakes up in his, like, uh, pajamas with holes in them, and then he puts his clothes over them and goes to school. Mm-hmm. But then he also has to deal with, like, you know, like, his mom just being like, ah, oh, you goddamn burden. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Like, I come home, and you didn't even do anything right? Like, I'm going to smack you in the head, you yeah, idiot. Yeah, like, like, you ruined my you know? life. You yeah. Know? Like, I I didn't want you, but, I mean, because of the grandmother, I was, you were born, you know? Right. And and that sucks. That's like it a total suck. other other burden that you're dealing with, and it's just like, I mean, yeah, I understand that the parents don't, they didn't want to have a child or like you know it was just kind of unexpected or, or something like that. But yeah, it's French just, people don't like their kids. Know, <laughs> but I mean, it's all people don't like their kids, kind of like you know they. But but your kid needs French guidance. people specifically. <laughs> but your kid needs guidance, Watch right? Like. That's just kind of what they're looking for because they don't know how to deal with things yet, you know? And you need to teach them how to deal with things and kind of like coach them or like, you know, take their advice. But yeah, it's like that idea of like, again, it's like that influence thing, right? Like, I'm trying to like kind of do that where it's just like, you know, I'm trying not to like ever be like angry in front of my nephew. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't want him to ever be like oh that's how i have to react to something hmm. right so to like, get something yeah yeah so it's like to get my way yeah yeah with we're here literally i mean the reason why you know he's such kind of a little shit in the 400 blows mm-hmm. is because you know everybody around him is pretty much a shit yeah you know even his friend is a little shit and his parents are shits too yeah and it's like, kind of the same situation yeah you know, he's like, like sort of and again like it, it's sort of not their shits in like a bad way again they're all like you know lower class people they're poor people for the most part they're just kind of dealing with what they're given you know but also that's you know in terms of like um the acting and in the way that it's filmed you know that that idea of that like i just really enjoyed like the you know because i don't know um how much of those people are actors because i'm not like a french you know actor person yeah but I imagine they're pretty, like, newcomers. I I know the kid is, you know, for sure. But they just feel like... I just really love that, like, how how natural it feels. And how those situations that they're put in, it never feels like a movie situation. It feels like it's like, oh, this is, like, what these type of people would just be in. This is the way they are with their friends. This is how they would, like, act if they got caught doing these things. You know what I mean? Like, the way he explores... You know, the main character, the way he just, like, explores things when he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to ditch school today and I just have to, like, go do all these things. Like, it it just, like, captures this, like, yeah, like you said, like, what it's like to be a kid, the fun stuff, but also the sadness of it and, like, how it's yeah. not, you know, because you could have a movie like this where it's like, oh, yeah, um, I really can't think of a, an exact example, but you can just do, like, some dumb thing like this where it's like, oh, yeah, this kid, like, he ditches school and he's just like, I don't know, like looking up girls' skirts or something. Yeah. And both these movies never go in that, they never need to go in that way. They never mm-hmm. need to go to some like kind of like potty humor to like show like, you know, boys will be boys. It's like boys will be boys and not some like dumb rapey way. It's yeah. like boys will be boys in like a fun, in the, in the way that, you know, they just want to, you know, like they just want to run around and just get yeah. on the rides and just, 
yeah, maybe sometimes they like flirt with girls and stuff, but like it's not like a it's it's very harmless. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just brings like back that like yeah. that kind of both these movies. I feel like yeah. Little Fugitive and this it brings out you know the boys will be boys and it's just not not in a rapey way. We're just trying to like you know. But no, I like mean cowboys. We that, like hanging out. We I like mean, just you know. It's just I I mean especially in Four Hundred Blows, I just felt like that not necessarily that you're a boy or something like that. You know. It just felt that childhood experience, gotcha. okay. you know, that, that's even where better. That makes just, even more sense. You know, yes. where it's kids will th- be kids, you know, where I felt that I, like that I felt that sadness to it, you know, like, yeah, it can be fun in games, but like, ultimately, it's just like, that's kind of the reason, like, I don't want kids, you know, and it's there's just also like, like a, yeah, I just don't want like more so a loneliness, yeah. not necessarily a sadness. Yes. Like when you're it's, a kid, it's like you're lonely. Yeah. Well, that's the, yeah. And, and the little fugitive will like see that too, where it's yeah, just well, like, yeah, we're going to more so that. Yeah. You're yeah. just left alone, you know, and it kind of, you know, it kind of sucks. It just like you're in your head. You're like, I don't know. Like I was, you know, I was. Like, I was left alone a lot, you know, kind of like when I was a kid, you know. And, I, it, like, I kind of, like, I felt like I wanted that, but I, that's not what I needed, you know. Like, I needed that guidance. I needed some, I needed, a, I needed, a, like, a real parent, like, to tell me, like, to tell me things and, like, to guide me. And, like, kind of direct me towards, like, you know, like, being a human being, you know, like, and not just, like reading like uh, adult comics and stuff like that you know and just being like left to my own devices you know like and that that's what's really sad about the 400 blows is just like parenting is like it's a real thing and it it and it affects a child obviously you know like and it's just like yeah you hear that parents you, you don't like it's not like just like oh yeah you're having a kid oh he's cute when he's little and then like yeah, you just sort He's of give up at a certain point. kind of bothersome when you yeah. want to do something, you know? Like, it's but just... But that's the thing, like, it's not bothersome. You have to think of it in the way that, like, well, this, he doesn't know. So I have to teach him. Like, mm. like to expect him to know how to act someplace is dumb. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you have a kid, and he's never been to, like, a restaurant. You take him to the restaurant, and he starts crying, like, what, what, you don't know how to act around here? It's like, yeah, well, yeah of course he doesn't. Yeah. So a lot it's of the parents, first time he's yeah, been to a restaurant. A lot yeah. of parents don't really understand that. Yeah. They're they're ready to be like, "Well, I know how to act. You should know how to act, yeah. you 2-year-old, you idiot." Yeah, shut like, up. Like, but it's just like, know? "Well, no. Like he you you can't take crying as like a bad thing. It's it's just like, "Well, he doesn't know what's going on." Yeah. And you have to like realize that you have to like kind of understand that these kids, they're just reacting to what they see. You know well, what I mean? it's like it. They're they. That's what they know how to do. Especially when they're a baby. You know, like yeah. a baby cries when he wants something. Right. It's not necessarily he's sad or something like that. It's just that's how he knows how to get the per, like yeah. the person that well, can that, get him that well, attention. You know. That well, my point is that like yeah, the baby's not crying to like ruin your party or to yeah. ruin your like dinner. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Same thing with like in four hundred blows. Like this kid's like not acting out to ruin your life. Yeah. He's acting out because he needs he, your attention. He needs yeah. your attention, and, love, and you're not and giving like it stuff to him. Like that. And you're not, not giving it to him in like the right way. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I mean, what do you think about like the acting? You know what I mean? Like, I, like they really, I, I really feel like, you know, I don't know. It really could have, 
there's no, there's never any kind of like over dramatic scenes. Like yeah, there isn't. Yeah, there's never any dr- over dramatic performances. It's pretty like it's pretty lukewarm in terms of like scenes, right? Like nobody. Sometimes he gets well, slapped. Sometimes just, people yeah, yell. Well, just there's the whole no, thing like, of seeing his mother cheating on his father. You know, like you got turned on. That <laughs> that is just like something like it, it. Like it's kind of glossed over a little bit. You know, like it's just like it. Oh, completely. Like, he understands it. But that's like, life, he sees it. Right? Yeah, right? Like, it's just, like, something you don't talk about. And the mother... I mean, yeah, obviously the mother is trying to, like, kind of, like, you know, like, win, win his attention, sort of. or like So he won't it. say anything. So he yeah, won't yeah. say anything and kind of, like, just forget about it or, like, stuff like that. But, I mean, that's something that really, like, fucks up the kids and fucks up the kid in his mind, you know? Like, whether he knows it or not, you know? Sure, you know, and he's probably gonna cheat on people because yeah. he sees it as like, well, as my long mother as I can did keep it, it, like, yeah, and just she keep as long as I can keep it a secret, it's yeah. fine. It's not gonna hurt anybody. Yeah, it's, it's not just, gonna hurt well, anybody. I mean, like, if you keep it a secret or whatever, yeah. But it's just one of those things that, like, oh yeah, my mom did, it, I can do it, you know, like, yeah. And that's and you know that's where kids learn, you know. And that's literally like, like the twentieth blow out of the four hundred blows yeah. this kid dealt with yeah. in this movie. Yes, right. Yeah. I mean. He deals with a lot of shit. I mean, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like the he blows goes are to, just gonna keep coming. Like know? he gets into like this school where he has to like you know they're, they're, he runs away from like this school. It's a, a, a juvenile detention center. Yeah, yeah. Like he's literally just dealing with like the worst of everything, and he's really not that bad of a kid. I mean, yeah, yeah he's so what? seeking he, out. He, yeah, he's yeah, fine. he's seeking out that attention. You know, yeah. Like he just needs that. Like like I said, guidance and attention yeah. and just like. You know, like his parents to be, you know, there for him, you know, and he doesn't feel that at all. That's why he's acting out. That's why he's running away constantly, you know, because his parents are just always mad at him. Or Yeah. Like, and see, know. and then when his, you know, there's a scene where his parents, they go to the movies and he's having a great time. Yeah. They're and all having a great time. Exactly. And so, you know, when that, you know, and, and I get it, it's hard, like, you know, you, you, it's hard to make a kid understand that we can't do that all the time. But you know what? Sometimes maybe you have to show the kid good times just yeah. to show him that like, yeah, this is a functional family. Mm-hmm. And they showed him that one time and he was all into it and blah, blah, blah. And then when it didn't come, it's like, well, what is he going to do? He's going to act out. He's going to mm-hmm. try to get that attention from anywhere else. He's going to try to like go do fun things with his friends, whether it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Ditch in school, whether it's like, you know what I mean? Like going to the movies, all the, yeah. like, you know, all that, all that stuff. And it's like a really, I don't know. I, I just... As much as I was like, all right, I don't know if the 400 blow should go with the little fugitive. Mm-hmm. It, it really makes sense. It's like a good uh, double feature for people to kind of watch that. Like, and to be like, all right, like 400 blows is about that idea of like growing up and like literally kind of dealing with the fact that, all right, so you're, you have this influence of people in the way that they are to you. And so that's how you act. Right. Mm-hmm. But also you kind of realize that you're you know you take for granted those people as well right yeah. like your parents yeah, and definitely. stuff like yeah, that you, do. you know what i mean like you don't you you act out because you don't really realize that you know sometimes what they're trying to do is just to help you they're not yeah, really yeah. trying to like put you down or like you know what i mean like and i think it kind of captures like that good middle ground in this in 400 blows especially like because mm-hmm. you know yeah his parents are kind of shitty to him but at the same time you know they're just trying to help help him but you know at the same time, I don't know. It kind of makes sense that he's just like, yeah, no, I'm gonna run away because I would run away too. You know, there's no reason yeah. 
for like there's just no reason for him to deal with that because they're like really like i don't know those parents are really bad to him and yeah like, well yeah they just don't know how to be parents you know yeah they, they've Which they, most like, i mean most like to see him are. as a burden is like crazy like you should never see your child as a burden that should never be a thing you know I mean, what I mean? I think that just happens, you know. Of course, yeah. of course. And and again, I'm not trying to say that like you know I'm judging anybody, but you know it, it's better. You know, it's easier said than done. Yes, as always. Definitely, yeah. You know, it always is. And I'm not here to judge, Mondo. What do you think? Your last thoughts on the 400 blows? This is your first time watching. Yeah, this, this is, is a first, this is a trofa you know, classic. This is a this is a sentimental like collection. Yeah. Like this is something everyone this is should top see. Tier. This is like this is what like people are like. Blows, bicycle, bicycle thief. Uh, yeah. Uh, Seventh Samurai, you Breathless, know, uh, Breathless yeah. you know, all these kind of all things. That. You know, all like the main ones. Citizen Kane. All the Bergmans, <laughs> all the like, you, you know, know what I mean? Like, all the Kurosawas, all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This hidden, is part of that. Yeah. Hidden Fortress, whatever, you know, like all those things. You know, this is like. Uh, Tiny Furniture, Leonard Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like this is a classic yeah. Criterion film. Also, just Absolutely. like a film that's. You know, like one of the films you need to see. You know, like it's just classic. But any book, any film school is gonna tell yeah. you, Mondo blows. If you don't give this a good rating, you're you blow. whack. You know, <laughs> but I mean, like it I, s- I, I see, yeah. I like I see the film. Like you know, that's what I got from it was like just like parents not wanting to be parents and kids like not feeling like they belonged. You know, and that's always kind of like. You know, that's like the dark side of, um, you know, like the child experience, you know, like it's not always just fun and like, yeah, like, you know, you're going to like, you know, you like when you're a kid, you always want to be older and stuff like that. You want to be grown up and want to have your own money. You want to have your own place. But like, you know, parents will tell you, no, like, you know, like this is the time like where you really can be just you know without worry we're not worry but just like where you can just be yeah. without kind well, of yeah. a lot of problems when yeah, you're glad you're not growing when up. you're when you're adult that you don't have because you're not an adult yet yeah but i mean it's still like because rent I'm, sucks yes <laughs> but also being a kid sucks at the same time you know absolutely it's just i like, would never want to go back to you, being a kid yeah exactly you know what i you know get now? bullied you don't like you know you don't like you don't feel right you don't like everything is just like everything is just so serious like serious and just like you don't know how to deal with it yet you know like and understand it you know like that's yeah it's things all, are just elevated it's just all work, like yeah. a learning experience but you don't realize that at the time you know like and how how much like you're gonna feel like those problems much more when you're an adult you know yeah like, like you, you feel them a lot when you're a kid and it sucks and it's just one of those things that you go through but yeah, being a kid sucks. It's not all like all fun and games, you know. Like, and being an adult sucks too. Like, you know, it's like, it's like a give and take, you know. Like, and you just don't understand that. And yeah, I think Four Hundred Blows really like captures that kind of like um, that essence of like all of that. Like, you know, like your parents, like parent, like I mean, like as much as like when you're a kid, you look up to your parents. They don't have all the answers, you know. They're still yeah. they're still growing up too. Exactly. And especially when the time they have you, you know, like they don't like, you know, it's just so like, it's like, who can you rely on sort of, you know, and it's, it's always like kind of yourself sort of, you know, like you have to just kind of. Yeah, yourself you, and your experience. Like the blow, like 
you know, like those blows, those punches that you get when you're younger, like, I mean, you just kind of have to take them and go with the flow with it kind of, you know. And that that's what's great about the 400 blows. And I understand why it's a criterion film, you know. It's just, you know, like, it's just the childhood, it's just the childhood experience, like, really, like, at its core, you know. And it's and it's beautiful and sad at the same time, you know. Like it sucks, but it's it's like one of the things you just have to deal with. Well, that was beautiful and sad. Yeah. What's your rating on it, Mondo? Uh, damn, I don't. I couldn't even think of a rating for it because I felt so like sad about it, you know. And I like I realized. Like, I mean, I always. Well, you have to because it's a podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a podcast. So give me something, anything. I don't know. I give it. I'll, I'll give it a. Three and a half blows to the... That sounds good. Hell yeah. My last thoughts on the 400 blows. When I first saw this film, I fucking really loved it because it did feel like that. Like you said, I mean, everything you just said, I mean, I'm not even going to like try to like say too much because what you just said made complete sense. It really does capture all that and that's why I liked it. But this second watch, I don't know. I didn't have the magic as much. As mm-hmm. much as I still really enjoyed it, still a uh, same for me. A three and a three and a half blows for me. Okay. But it was a five blows. Oh, yeah. When I first saw it, wow. but it's a three and a half blows for me. And I'm not. I'm not putting them down to say that it, it that it's bad. That the stars went down or the yeah. blows went down because it's bad. Because everyone else who might think that it's that it makes sense. Yeah. But for me, I thought it was my favorite Truffaut. But. Jules and yeah, Jim this is like shoot a, the piano there's player. There's more like stories to this story, you know. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's there there is a bunch more films, but unfortunately, it is uh, discontinued on the Criterion Collection. Mm-hmm. They had all the films that they had. I don't know if you can watch them on the channel, maybe. But yeah. But my point is that Truffaut he did Jules and Jim, shoot the piano player, and Day for Night, and those I really love Day for Night. And I used to think that 400 Blows was above all those, but I yeah. really think that those are really I you you got to see those. Yeah. We're obviously we're, we're going to get to those yeah. eventually because yeah. they're on the, they're in the collection, but I really feel like those are above, but of course, like you said, it makes sense why this is in the collection. It, again, three and a half blows for me, baby. Now we're talking about my pick that I'm bringing to the collection, what inspired the 400 Blows. I'm talking about the little fugitive from 1953 that's right 400 blows 1959 little fugitive yeah, 53. was 53 so it's not too you know and it's american too it's know? american baby it, but also you got to think the french new wave was influenced by american gangster films so well yeah i it mean it wasn't just like well you know, it was also that's what i'm saying like they were all into hitchcock they were yeah. into john ford like they saw what they were doing yeah, they like, saw american you know, film like and the, that's you know and it, it always feels like i it always feels like it's the other way around Sort of. Sometimes. Know? But it, it, well, it you isn't. Know, it, it sort of feels like, yeah, you're right. Because it feels like newer indie mm-hmm. American people yeah. are influenced by like the Godards yeah, foreign, and stuff. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. the foreign stuff. Yeah. But no, I mean. I mean America shit, were, influences uh, European, like French. like but I mean, they started getting deep because of yeah. movies like the one I'm talking about. Yeah. They started realizing, oh, we can get deep in the shit that we're doing. Yeah. And I'm talking about The Little Fugitive from 1953, directed by... Three directors, Ray Ashley, Morris Angel, and Ruth Orkin, who just got credit because, of course, she's a woman, so she yeah. got let down the whole yeah. time. what the fuck? So it's yeah. glad to see that she's getting that credit. And it stars Richard Brewster as Lenny, Richie 
and Drusco as Joey, mm-hmm. Winifred Cushing as their mother, mm-hmm. Will Lee as the photographer slash he plays Mr. Hopper in Sesame Street later on in his saying. life. Yeah, yeah I don't I know either, that, but, but like, I'm Who? sure people people might know that. I don't know. And then Jay Williams as the Pony Big Bird's r- Fluffer as the Pony Red Man. <laughs> Yeah, he was Big Bird's fluffer. And so, little fugitive, in case you fucking uncultured the feathers, swine. feathers, you sick fucks. <laughs> in case you uncultured swine don't know what the little fugitive is about, it's about a young boy fears he shot his older brother, who is only faking. He then runs away to Coney Island and gets money. Coney re- Island. Huh? Coney Island. And gets money by returning soda bottles. <laughs> which is, again, that's the IMDb thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's sort of like what it is. But yeah. it really is more so about... Him forgetting know. about his brother real quick. And well, <laughs> having fun at Coney Island. Well, eating everything, Eating everything <laughs> he can. That's what it's about, right? So you got little Joey... Who just wants to be? He just wants to hang out with his older brother. Lenny. Yeah, wants hanging. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Any, Lenny's got a group of friends. Any little brother can, of course, uh, obviously relate to this. He just wants to hang out with the big kids. Yeah. He's you not know, trying play to baseball. Really, he's not trying to you know. bug them. He just wants to be a part of them. But he is bugging them. But he is in a way. Yes. But that's a thing. Yeah. Is that so? Lenny was just like, I got to get rid of this kid, and so he fakes his death to get rid of his damn brother, mm-hmm. and then he realizes once his brother's gone. Once his brother's like, I gotta go on the lamb to Coney Island because He's cops like, are Coney looking for Island me. Baby. Yeah. He's just his brother's like, damn, I really love and miss my brother. Mm-hmm. Which I think, you know, in Foreigner Blows, it is about a kid. He's just kind of like wandering around, like you know. And, and here Joey does that, right? He he goes to Coney Island. He lives a life. He just. Ran around, he's doing stuff, but it is really more about. He spent that, that six bucks real quick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, yeah, I guess that's wild, right? Because back yeah. then, it's pretty hard to spend six bucks. Yeah, everything was a dime, a quarter. Well, I mean, dime. he was going on rides. He was getting yeah, kind of candy. Was... He was getting crazy. He's got three <laughs> he hot dogs. Corn on the cob. That's some, what I'm saying. Uh, Joey was living candy. it up. Yeah. When you're on the land, that's what you do. You got a it's, hot dog that he didn't want. It's sort of like a crime movie, right? Like, imagine if like a guy really shot someone. Like, oh, you got to go on the lamb. He'd be like going to strip clubs, yeah. going to the liquor store, and that's like just, Joey. Spending, just spending his money willy nilly. Yeah, you know? that's like, like Joey's like liquor store and strip yeah. club. He's mm-hmm. he's playing games at the yeah. carnival. He's buying cotton he's candy, practicing throwing that pitch. Yeah. You know, like and he sucks exactly. And so, like. So it's not really like so it is I can see where it like influences the four hundred blows, mm-hmm. you know? But I but to me, this one feels more the, the little fugitive. And again, let me just say right off the bat, for all you people listening to this shit, both these films are in black and white. And four hundred blows, you're gonna have to read subtitles and this one, yeah, it's a little bit of a silent film. They, you know, they filmed it mm-hmm. on 35 millimeter handheld camera and they couldn't get sound. So they have to overdub stuff. And you can sort of tell that it's overdubbed, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Not in a bad way. It, it feels of the time. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely of the time. Yeah. And so, but that's, that's, well, I'll bring that up later. But what I'm saying is that for anyone listening, but that does, that shouldn't matter. When you watch this story, you watch little Joey, you watch him experience this thing. And then you watch Lenny, his brother. It's just like, I don't know, that for me, when I first first saw this film, I was like, oh, damn, like, it really made me realize, like, how, when I was younger, how shitty I treated my younger brothers. 
how like I just sort of took them for granted and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm trying to hang with my friend. Leave me alone. Stop trying to wear the shirt that I want that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Like leave me alone. But just like, well, why why did I care? why why didn't I just embrace that? Why didn't I just say, hey, like take them under my wing and be like, yeah, wear the same shit. Like like the same stuff as me. You know what I mean? Because there's so many know. relationships that are sort of like that. You know what I mean? Well, it's that just have that. And here, especially when you're a kid, you just feel that kind of like. You know, exactly. I, I was treated. I'm, I'm, I'm the younger kid, and I was treated like that. You know. Yeah. See, and, and I'm, I'm the when, older brother, and if you were my younger brother, I would treat you the same yeah. way. But <laughs> and when I had the chance to treat younger kids like good or something, I treat them like shit. You know, because I was treated like shit. You know, like I didn't want them to do what I was doing. Yeah. I just wanted to be. Yeah. It's left like it alone, trickles down. You know, like yeah. yeah. It's Reaganomics. It, it sucked. <laughs> It sucks. It's Star Wars. Yes, exactly what Reaganomics is. You know? <laughs> it's trickle down Reaganomics. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's just one of those things. Like it's like you know, like you learn from your older peers, and you know, like you were treated like that, so you're going to treat other people like that too. And that that like you know, like that's the other the pains of like growing up. You know, is just being like that shit sucks. You know, like yeah. it's not like you just want to be a part of everything. You know. And someone is always stopping you, kind and of, you're you adapting know? to that, right? You know? So you're just seeing what you're, the, you, and you, you know, and it, you keep yeah. that going because you're like that's what you learned, but yeah, it's hard to break that, you know, that chain or whatever, or that like you know that circle, like you know, it's just, and that's why it's it's kind of like nice, kind of have that perspective of you being the younger brother because mm-hmm. I'm like was the older brother, yeah, and I could say that I've treated like my younger brothers in like a way that like. You know, I did the same thing where I was like, oh, get away from me. Yeah, why do you want to hang they, out? That's why they all hate you. Dude. But it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just like, why did I do that? Why? And now. I don't know. It, well, it's that thing. I mean, nothing it's that, ha- it's you know, that thing where you just needed that superiority over everything, you know? Like, probably. Yeah, you know, I'm the bigger kid. I'm, I like this. We're going to do this, uh, what I want to do. You know, and we're not going to do what you want to do. But but it's also you know. that like that that weird fear of intimacy that men males have, right? Yeah. So like in Little Fugitive, he gets him that birthday gift, like you know, little Joey gets Lenny the birthday gift, and he's just like ah piss off, and he just like throws it away, like you know, and he's just like he was like never mind the bullocks, huh? and, and he's just like show me, you know, he's like I'm trying to show, show you, <laughs> I'm trying to show you love, yeah, and he's just like no, like. I'm used to just picking on you. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Whereas, like, I it, guess that would be, it, like, the same thing. Like, if, you know, if I treated, like, my younger brothers like shit and, like, oh, here's your birthday present. I'm like, oh, you idiot. Like, yeah. get away from me. But why? But like, it's also it? that you know thing I mean? from the parents, too, where it's just, like, you know, in 400 Blows, like, you know, like, uh, the main kid didn't get, like, love, sort of. Or he just <clears throat> was just, like, this annoyance, you know? You know? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so he's going to be annoyed by other people, like, or trying to follow him. So he's going to act out, Right, you know? right, right. And so these kids are acting out, and, like, they they don't have a dad. He passed away. But it still feels like they have a loving mother, sort of. But it's that weird parenting thing where they just fucking... That's another thing of being a child is I was left alone a lot, too. You well, know? And, I, See, I mean, same here, but, like, not as bad, as, I guess, in the 50s, right? Yeah. I mean, in the 50s, just like, it seemed like it was just, like, every parent could never be home. So yeah. they just had to, like, roam around. They had around. to leave and be because back. I get what you're saying. Yeah, we've, day, you know? we've, I've been left alone the same way. Like, yeah. we're, like, you know, we're 80s kids in a way, yeah. right? We're men of a certain age. Yes. And so, like, yeah, we had to be kind of left alone at certain points. And mm-hmm. we were sort of trusted to sort of... 
you know, be able to walk home from school to our house and it's empty and let's just go in there and just feed ourselves and do stuff. Mm. Maybe not like in the way that they're doing it. Yeah. But it is kind of that same like idea. But yeah, I was still left alone to like, I mean, yeah, like I'm like reading adult stuff. I'm watching adult movies. Yeah. You know, because I was like not like, you know, I was really not supervised. I was and wasn't at the same time, you know. But no, it's 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 not necessarily that we weren't supervised. It's that we were really, I mean... Especially, we were just good enough to come off as that we could be trusted yeah. as little kids. Especially well, with my mom. Like, I feel like my, mom, my mom's probably listening to this. But, like, you know, like, that she was just like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to go out for the weekend. Like, you know, like, yeah. don't, don't do know. anything at yeah, the house. It was and I just... could just throw a party and stuff like that, you know, and mm-hmm. she just doesn't. And, she, you know what I mean? She wouldn't expect that. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we were both not really, like, these kind of crazy-ass kids. So yeah, they they, they trusted yeah. us to be able mm-hmm. to like go home and just be normal. Yeah. We were gonna have some like crackheads at the house. But, or yeah, something, you know but it mean? was like on those weekends where they needed to go somewhere and do yeah. something, and I was just like, yeah, I was reading fucking, you know, like yeah, it was really it was really weird. But I wanted that I at mean, the same we, time. We were but, in AIM chat rooms, but I saying should, who knows what? Yeah, <laughs> but I should not have had that. You know, like it's just, you know, I did what I did. You mm-hmm. know. I wouldn't say you shouldn't have had it. You know, it's. A, I it's shouldn't like a, have. You know, like I should have been more supervised. You know. I mean, you know, I, I needed, don't know. I, I you needed, turned out fine. We turned out fine. Mondo. I don't know if I turned. I don't know if I turned out fine. Well, but I we're really, not like delinquents, like running around the street, like well, like yeah, I'm not like a serial killer, but well, well, I have a podcast, of, but I'm close to it. You know, well, like <laughs> one step closer to the edge, I, I'm about to break. I was know? just gonna say that. I guess that is. I guess you are right because we are that bad. We couldn't even go to therapy. We had to start this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Talk about this. You know, like I was like, you know, like. I like <laughs> I needed that guidance when yeah, I was we gotta younger, go to therapy. and I didn't have it, you know. And I got For it from, sure. I and you. I got I it from you. other things and like stuff like that, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, uh, I digress. But well, you know, we're talking we're talking little about little Fuji. and well, you know, okay. First and foremost, right off the bat, let me tell you why. Obviously, it influenced the French New Wave, mm-hmm. but the reason why I really do believe that it belongs in the Criterion Collection is because it literally is one of those films that like. We need to preserve. Like, a lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people will think of, like, oh, like, you know, we've been doing it in our episodes. It's like, oh, we're bringing Buffalo 66. We're bringing Batman. These are things that, obviously, you can watch anywhere. Mm-hmm. Little Fugitive is literally something that is not available. You can't just go to Best Buy and pick up Little Fugitive as a DVD or Blu-ray. It is on something, though, right? Well, it's on Canopy and, right now, the Criterion Channel. But only, but it's not like, I mean, maybe you can rent on Amazon and Apple, but I'm saying like, you can't just like buy, if you want to buy it, you can't just buy it. Oh, Kino. Okay. Kino. Kino Lauber released it, right? Okay. So they, they did release a thing, but it's not like available any, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not. You can go to Amazon and buy it right now. Okay. Listen, you know what I'm saying though? That's different. Fuck Amazon. Fuck Jeff Bezos. I'm talking about giving our money to to criteria i'm talking about bezos taking little fugitive to space i'm talking about getting it straight from the source straight from the t of the criterion collection it's on the criterion channel right now right yes it's on the criterion channel because they know they understand how good this is and again i was i this is not i was i'm not bringing this because it was on the channel i'm only bringing this because i saw it on canopy i thought it was like oh shit this is a great film i Mm. read up on it i was like oh it's an influential film like everybody it's based on everything but it needs to be preserved. If you watch this film, you'll see that it, you know, it's not 
it's uh you know it's not the most um you know it's not uh you you know it's it's not preserved it's just not the most cleanest of you know it, it needs to have someone to come in there really clean it up give us the visuals give us some fucking special features like give us a real rundown of what this film is why there's three directors why they only made it two directors and then brought in the third who was a woman i need to have that whole story i need it all i need it all in a booklet in a nice package i need it all in the documentaries they're gonna bring all that stuff okay jordan i'll tell you one thing okay on like okay so it really feels like um a little rascals episode like extended okay. extended and that i don't i feel like you're saying that is a bad thing and i don't think that is okay let me little let, rascals let is me, a classic okay let me get into it let me get into it go for it honestly i i felt like that was kind of like a bad critique of why the film maybe not should be let in the criterion criterion collection but little rascals should be let in the criterion collection yeah I was so, just that's say, why, so that's why so like, so that's why I feel like Little Fugitive is a part of that almost, you know? Like, they they were influenced, like, you know, the writers were a little bit influenced by that, you know, like, Little Rascals. And it's like, yeah, it's an extended kind of, like, movie of Little Rascals, you know? Well, I mean, of, sure. You know? I, I like, think that's a very can... small part of it. I think you're sort of, uh, you know, Little Fugitive is not Little Rascals. It has little bits of it. I don't think you can say that it's, like completely that i feel like it's 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 an extended version of that you know mm-hmm. and it's building off of that you know and it knows like okay we can do this and that and yeah little rascals should be preserved as well you know like but that's not a, not so that's i'm not saying that's a, like i'm like changing my mind where like that's not a bad critique of little fugitive you know where it kind of expands on that and kind of explores you know that childhood experience and like that like not uh the loneliness of being a child and kind of just like the like you know the things that go with growing up you know and learning things and well, how yeah, you I learn mean, things it, at that time you know yeah I mean, and also again uh, you know that's more so the 400 blows i feel like this is really about like you know that idea of like yeah taking for granted your loved ones yeah taking for granted your mom who leaves all the time taking for granted your little brother you know what i mean like it's more so that whereas like 400 blows doesn't really have that kind of like kind of digged in you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it is more about growing up and more so that so that's yeah i feel like little fugitive is a little more different in that way it's just more about like that idea of like yeah you yeah, you know, you have a little brother, and so you're going to, like, kick him around. And then yeah. one day, when you kicked him around too much, and he just, like, does something that's like, oh, yeah, he's shit. Gonna take it, he's taking things seriously. Yes, because and, you're just like, so and then young, you just yeah. realize, ah, shit. Yeah. I don't, like, hate my brother. Yeah. Like, I do, you know, I love yeah. this person. Why am I acting this way? And so, yeah. you know, and then Little Fugitive really shows that. Sure, you know, I guess, I guess, I, I get what you're saying. It has, like, a little rascal kind of... You know, but thing, I'm not saying that's a like bad a, thing, you know. No, no, I, the yeah, little yeah. rascals, like I yeah, mean, yeah. it's like one of those things that it's like one of those Americana kind of things that should be pre- 
be preserved as well you know and this is kind of like you know like little fugitives kind of taking from it a little bit you know like and kind of like expanding on it and kind of like developing sure. of course yeah, developing yeah. like sure, not sure. just most not just being like a comedy you know yeah, yeah. Like, no no i got and you I more got you. like yeah, yeah. An, an experience of like what life is like especially at that time it's like contemporary you know of the times you know yeah like where you see the mother like just leaving for a day and a half you know and coming back like you know and letting their her little ones being like to their own devices you know yeah like that's that that that's fucking crazy you know yeah, like, and then also i mean and you know and that wouldn't work if the the kid who plays joey wasn't so like natural at what he was doing mm-hmm. like everything he does is like natural yeah. like the looks he gives like you know what i mean like yeah. just the way he like rubs his eyes when he's just like you know what i mean yeah. like there's just like so much natural it just it feels like like because it doesn't feel like a, like a kid actor. It feels like some kid that there's like, oh, we're just going to follow this kid around. And he's mm-hmm. just going to like get beat up and just like be a bull. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just going to be that kid. And it feels very, I don't know, it just feels natural. So I feel like that sells it also. You know, that, that really elevates that particular idea of the film. Of like showing a kid yeah. dealing with all that. Because like, yeah, I mean, if we just saw some kid who was like acting like, oh yeah, like I'm a kid and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It just wouldn't feel as natural as it does with this particular kid. Yeah, that's one of the things too is like when I was watching it as how much I felt like, like they could kind of, they could kind of remake this film. But it would well, just. they tried to. Yeah, I saw that like one thing that they did, but or whatever, it really gar- looked like garbage, you know. But also, I mean, if, like, they really did, like, a mainstream kind of thing, like, it would be, like, way too cinematic, you know, way too, you know, like, really glossy and, like, shit like that, where this is a lot more, like, you know, you get just, you just get the feeling from the actors and, like, the camera work and stuff like that. Yeah, it's more focused on that relationship of the brothers, where, like you said, in in the Hollywood version, you would see the mom's day. You would see what she, like, her rushing back home and stuff or something. Just, like, this weird thing. Exactly. Tom Hanks would be somebody's dad. It would just be this weird thing, and this, like, and... And in The Little Fugitive, they kind of capture, like, these, like, moments, you know? Where it is just him playing the games and, like, just, like, enjoying Coney Island, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, when he wakes up... It's, like, natural. It's, like, him, like, yeah, experiencing these things. Like, immediately when he wakes up on the sand, you know, I thought of that Godspeed, You Black Empire, like, song, you know? Where it's the old man, like, talking about, like, them just falling asleep on the beach and it being okay. Especially at that time, you know? Like, where, you know, it's just, like, it was okay. Like, no one was gonna, like, really harm you at that point in time you know yeah that's another thing and too yeah that's yeah. like that's one of the things about little fugitive too is where it just captures this moment in time you know where like where you, you can know, be a little kid and run around on yeah, a boardwalk or, freely a boardwalk and, and no one's freely, gonna mess with and you and no one's gonna yeah. fuck with you no one's gonna like you know be like this as long as you have money to like sociopath, do the thing you know, like no like, one's gonna you know what i mean you know like yeah. there's no like sociopaths yet yet you know like well, there is but not you everywhere know, it's just kind of like this like thing like it's just this different time you know yeah and you feel safe you know and that's why the mother felt like she could leave her kids at home you know to like their own devices but it's not necessarily a good thing you know because you know we were let like let a, left alone you know and we probably should have been, you know, like just fucking take us with you, like as much as we begrudgingly didn't want to go. But at the same time, it's like alone, you, know, you know, it's, like, it's at a necessity. You know, yeah. our parents sometimes had to. You know what I mean? Uh, 
Sometimes. I mean, not every time, but like for the most but part, like they had to. But first and foremost, they should be parents, you know? Like yeah. it's one of well, those things. Well, of course, but, you know. You know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I get that. So, but, yeah, you know. but it's just one of those things, you know? Like, yeah. Like I, you just needed the guidance, you know? Like, and this kind of like other, this other entity, like not entity, but like, you know, like, you know, you just need to be like disciplined and like stuff like that. Like no matter no matter how much you didn't want that, like, it's what you needed. It's not what you wanted, you know? Sure. And that's what, like, Little Fugitive is, you know? Like, yeah. Well, and, and again... Because he's just going to eat fucking can, uh, uh, watermelon and, <laughs> yeah, but and the corn on the cob it, and, like, It's also like just, that. like, a great look. Both of these films are just, like, a, a great look at, at that. Like, yeah. that lower-class families. Yeah. And, like, yeah, we've all had to, like... Yeah, your kid's going to just, like, not... He's going to have to be on the streets. You know what I mean? Like, at least, you know, from when we grew up. And that's like, you know, I mean, from the 50s to like see that, to see it the way that it's done. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know. This belongs in the collection. It just needs to be preserved. But also because it just, I don't know. It just, it's one of those movies to me that like when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. I get where film is coming from. The movies that I've been watching, all these new latest films, I... I'm like starting to like find those roots of mm-hmm. where they come from. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even 400 Blows, which I thought was a root, I went even deeper with Little Fugitive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, it's like to keep going with that. Like I don't know this this film. And again, I'm sort of going to use this as like a crutch, but you know, it's on the Criterion Channel because Criterion knows. And I didn't. I wasn't gonna. You know, this was on my list before it was on the Criterion Channel. But it's you a know, New York Story. It's a New York Story. If you guys want to check that out, but. It really does deserve to be on it because it just needs to be preserved in a term, like in a way that, like, yes, you know, Kino Classics, they have been, they put one out, but mm. we need something that's really going to, like, dig deep into it, really give us everything, like, give us all of that, like, give us an essay, give us all these special features, not, you know, not just like, all right, we're going to put it out with, like, some cover, like yeah. something, right? Like, on Criterion, Criterion's really going to give it the love, they have it on the channel, they know it's good. And, you know, I mean, it's good, Mondo. It's it's about, it really is just, I don't know, like 400 blows. If, if that's good, then how is this not good? Because this literally is just that kind of idea of, it, I, for me, even more so. Because, like, to watch little Joey experience that and to, like, experience that. I mean, you know, we both know that, 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 that love of brothers, that idea of brothers, of that, mm-hmm. like, you know, it just... It really, like, I mean, no other movie has ever made me, besides Darjean Limited, has ever made me be like, oh, my God, why have I treated my brothers this way? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not even when they ask me why I've treated them that way have I thought of it. Only movies make me think of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, payment. No, no, but seriously, I mean, you know, again, like, you know, it, it, it literally was one of those films, when I watched this film, I was like, damn, like, I really wish I can go back in time and not do those things to my brothers and not like mm. treat them that way as a little brother and just treat them as an equal why not they were my brother i should have just you know what i mean and this film really encapsulates that when they come together at the end and it's like a beautiful thing you know yeah. it's a really happy ending and like you know it's kind of like what you said with the, with the 400 blues it's a beautiful thing it's just well i mean that's one of the things is like I think that's why I think it should be on the Criterion Collection. Like, both, like, I mean, obviously both of these, you know, obviously the 400 Blows is, but Little Fugitive is, like, a great companion for, like, kids and parents, you know, to see, 
like you know you should see it this both of these movies when you're younger and also you should see them when you're older too yeah and maybe just becoming a parent you know and realizing yeah you you really have to like question whether you want to be a parent you know like first and foremost you know you like it's just you got pay you got pregnant you know whatever you know like shit like that you know it's kind of like you have to realize you have to really like take care of this person you know oh yeah yeah they're nice and cute when they're young and like oh we want to take pictures and all that shit you know but when we're older and we want to fucking still go out or like whatever you know whatever it might be you're married or you're not married and you want to go out you know like you really have to think about this child, you know, like as a person and not just fucking put them to the wayside and leave them alone, you know, <laughs> you know, like it's really like, yeah, yeah, it's like a really like, you know, it's like a really understanding of like a lot of a lot of stuff that you want is going to go away because you have this child, you it's know, an understanding of influence of upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like of yeah, what that it is. is like it what is that like, really you know, means. like, you know, of what like, that really means. Yeah. The way that you speak to a child, the way that you yeah. come at a child, the way that you come off to a child when he sees you acting a certain... You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. again... Not to say that this mother or, and the little are, fugitive was bad. You oh, know? no, no, no. But I'm saying, like, the brother, right? Yeah. Like, just even those things. Yeah. Whether it's your brother, whether it's an older cousin, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's that influence of that. And, again, none of us here are saying we're perfect or we're judging anybody. Yeah. It's just a matter of like, yeah, it's, you have you to really realize. You really have to realize this is a human being. You that's know? like you really it's have not, to understand like the way like that what, what you, you say, do what you do is, is going to affect somebody. them, yeah. influence them, and you know, like nurture them as a person, and then going to like, if they see what you're doing, you know, might necessarily be the right things. And you know? how you speak to them about yeah. the problems that they have, yeah. how you approach them, you know? Yeah. If they're just like, hey, I it's got this problem, be, you're just That's like, how they're going to learn, you know? Yeah, that's how they exactly. learn. So it's, is it uh, in? It's in. You know? All right. Like, it's a beautiful movie. Both of these movies are really beautiful, but really sad at the same time because, you know, like, I realized how I was brought up, you know? And yeah. it sucked. It, like, it... Honestly, it really sucks. And that's sucks. what it is. I, that's it really sucks. Way. It's like you know? a, it's like beautifully sad. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it really and there's sucks. There's some funny parts. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. If yeah. I saw Four Hundred Blows comedy. when I was younger, yeah. like in fifth grade, like I know, I know everyone was just gonna be laughing at everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I wouldn't have been laughing because I know I'm. I was going through those kind of experiences, you know, and just being like. You know, like, I, like well, you would have laughed because you were nervous, not necessarily no, because I wouldn't you were, have laughed. You know? I wouldn't. Have I mean, laughed. as a kid, you know, you laugh just because uh, yeah. you're just like hiding that you don't yeah. that you feel that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. You know what I'm saying. But four hundred blows, little fugi, <laughs> little fugitive. Uh, yeah, he's in. He's in. Yeah. but look, all right. Minus all that, let me just say. So when we talked about these films, okay. So let me just say something. Right, we didn't. We talked about these films, but we really didn't. You really have to see these films to see like what we're talking about. You know, and that's the thing is that you know because they're you know they're both very much and and again four hundred blows. I mean, you know, there's been essays written about them forever. So we yeah, that's just like one of those classic like that's just a criterion to the T. Oh yeah, but but also little fugitive. It's yeah, it's more so kind of for me like you know when I saw it, I'm not bringing it to the collection because of any of that. You know what I mean? Like in in terms of getting into like I'm getting into like what we've been talking about the influence of like a child of what you know know, of all that like how being a kid 
and you know what you see influences what you do and all that stuff so that's maybe, what i'm saying like well maybe that's why i'm so fucked up because i learned everything from movies well yeah exactly <laughs> you know, like, that's that's another thing that can be taken from that you know yeah. what i mean it's just like a whole nother thing where just like yeah like i'm watching these movies and maybe my childhood was fine but i'm just watching these movies that are all fucked up and I, yeah. i'm relating to that and like you know what my childhood was fucked up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. anyway it's in yeah Little Fuji is in, Watch baby. these fucking movies. Yeah, check them out. They're on the Criterion Channel. They're, They're like... On. But also, look, I just want to say really quick. All right, so there's a scene in Little Fugitive where he goes under a boardwalk. And you can see Takes the sun. Pants. And you can see <laughs> the sun shining through, the, you know, the cracks of the boardwalk through. Yeah. And he starts, like, through jumping. the boards of the boardwalk. Yeah, and he starts, like, jumping under on them. the boardwalk. Yeah, boardwalk. I mean... And then, and then through that, he also starts to see... Like, you know, that's the first time he starts to see, like, people interacting with each other. Like, so he sees, like, you know, brothers, like, you know, playing with each other. He sees people just enjoying each other. And it's, like, this really sad part because he's just like, damn, like, I'm out here in Coney Island. My brother won't even, like, talk to me. And everyone that I see is, like, hanging out with each other. Mm -hmm. And it's just a beautifully sad part. And again... Go see this. See it. Just. It's uh, on Criterion. It's on Canopy. Yeah, because people, you know, I mean, it, a lot of people. Florida Blows is on Criterion and HBO Max. Yeah. Because like, I know this there's is no gonna, reason not this, to see these films. There's going to be an episode where we're like, oh, we're not going to watch these. Jordan, why would you pick these movies? Oh, these are boring. They're, they're black too and art white. house. Blah, blah, they're blah, too, blah, you know. Too black and white. Too this yeah. and that. Guess what? That's what we're all about here. You're yeah. going to watch them, and you're going to tell me about we're it. We're into the minutia of things. Though. But also, I mean, they're both just, they both make sense. If you really, it, it literally is, like I said, when we're digging into film, and I get into something where I'm like, oh, what is this influenced by? And it just, you know, it traces back to something. Little Fugitive is like, you know, that's the farthest I've gone. I could probably go back more, but right now, at this point, Little Fugitive makes sense into all the stuff that I enjoy, right? It's like a, yeah. you know, and it's like we, that. It's like that root that like branches out to like all these other things. Also, you're going back and forth between pairing this with Bottle Rocket. I was. Which was, it kind of makes sense, but also it makes more sense with uh, 400 Blows, I think, more so. Yeah, you know? I was, yeah, I mean, you know, let's just say it right off the bat. I mean, we were trying to put it with Bottle Rocket because, you know, it did make a little more sense, but we were also trying to be like, well, you know what? Let's try to like make it more mainstream. Let's try yeah. to make it so. But you know, like what? why you would listen to this episode? Nah, but we're not no, to do that. we're we're we want to really pair we're shit. the Criterion cult. We're here to fucking pair films that make sense with one another. And if it's art house, it's art house. But boys will be boys, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Not like in a rapey way, but yeah. you know, in the in the old fifties way. We're just we're just having a good time. We just want to shoot guns. We just want to ride horses. Yeah. We want to deposit bottles to get yeah, some money. We just want to get some money. We're just we want to ride a pony. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Little fugitive. 400 blows please check these films out seriously like they're they, av- they are wa- they're sincere. available to they're, you they are classics and right now they are available to you and who knows on the criterion long... collection yes you subscribe canopy hbo max they're or, all over the goddamn 400 place. blows is on hbo max you can get that real quick it's not all you subscribe to the criterion channel because they have this they're great... both on the criterion channel no right? no but i'm saying uh if you're not subscribed you can yes. see 400 blows on hbo you? max but why aren't you but you know 
Criterion Channel has this great New York Stories collection where yeah. it's just like, what is it like? Yeah. It's like 20 movies. Yeah. And, and little watch every is part goddamn of that. one of them. They're all great. They got It's got After Hours for Martin Scorsese. Yes. It's all great. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Jordan Garcia. Follow me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram. You can also look me up at Jordan Garcia on Letterboxd. Also, follow us. Yeah. At Criterion Cult. Repost us. Share yeah. us. Yeah. Like on, us. At Criterion Cult Pod. Tell your friends. On Instagram, at Criterion Cole on Twitter. I forget which one is. It might be either or, but you you know don't find it. Don't even look on Twitter. Just type in type in Criterion Cole on Instagram. Boom, we're right there. Or one of us, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mondo, where can we find you? Where can I? But yeah, we're closing on fifty episodes. I mean, fifty proper episodes. Yeah, we're coming up, and we're coming up on that Halloween, baby. Oh yeah, we're gonna have some really good Halloween stuff. We're going to do a fun-filled Halloween month, you know. We both got two picks each. Yep. Yep, and it's going to be a lot of fun and hope you like it. But uh, you can follow me at save underscore Mondo on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, all those things. All those things. Yeah, he's a lot easier. I got like five fucking different handles. But yeah, I mean, if you know, you know. But I mean, let other people know. Hell yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. See you guys next time. Yeah, enjoy the book.